Thrive Suite Productions presents The Perception Veil. Dear old mom, there is nothing on earth like a mother's love for her child. She'd stand between you and a hungry lion. She'd give you the last piece of bread on earth if it came to that. All else is secondary to her child. What if that woman was replaced? I'm not talking about a stepmom or anything like that. I mean, what if the woman you knew to be your mom was replaced by something resembling her? But things weren't quite right. Similar, but just not quite your mom. That would be weird, right? Well, here are two stories about that very thing things lurking just beyond the perception veil that are a little bit too scary to comprehend. It was the summer of 1968, and my family and I lived about five miles outside Sandy, Oregon, which is a rural logging town about 20 or so miles southeast of Portland. I was 15 that summer, and we lived at the end of a dead-end road. Our nearest neighbor was a half mile away, or maybe a little bit more. We were surrounded by trees, and we had a decent-sized farm. One evening about dusk, I was sitting on the sofa watching television. I can't remember exactly what I was watching, but I started to get this feeling that I just needed to go outside and check on some things. I had an expectation that I would see something that I needed to see. So I got up, walked outside, and I looked up in the sky. And there, taking up half of the visible sky, was a giant, circular, orange-glowing, donut-shaped craft, motionless, sitting right over the top of our house. And the donut hole of this craft was a darker brown-colored something that seemed to hang lower than the rest of the craft. It was completely silent, absolutely no noise coming out of it at all. I had seen strange lights in the sky before. Uh, Two years prior to this incident, I saw a series of lights that looked like bright stars zigzagging in the night sky. But my first thought on this particular night was that it was some sort of a, a blimp. But when it shot away a few minutes later in the blink of an eye, I knew it was not a blimp. It was the fastest thing that I had ever seen. It was gone, and then... Again, it made no sound as it zipped away. I was fascinated by this idea of life on other planets, and with this being the late 60s, science fiction culture was in full bloom. I was exhilarated to experience this, so I went back inside and I told my mom what I'd just seen. She laughed at me and said it was probably the product of clouds and the setting sun. (laughs) No way was I believing that. With the velocity that this thing sped away, it was not my eyes playing a trick on me, believe me. But I just let it drop. Three days later, I got up, went to the kitchen to have breakfast, just like I always did. My mother was standing at the sink washing dishes. She had her back towards me. I sat down at the table and started eating a bowl of cereal. A short time later, my mother turned around to say something to me, and I looked up at her, and my mouth just froze. I was stunned into silence. 
this was not my mom. It looked like her, sort of, but this one was uh, heavier in the face, and she sounded just a little bit different. But most of all, she didn't feel like my mom. Something was terribly off about her. A very strange feeling came over me, like a state of panic. So I just went outside to get away from her and take time to figure out what was going on. Back then, my dad was gone a lot due to his job, so I couldn't talk to him about this. My older brothers were also gone and only came home a few times a week, and they were off at first light anyway, so... Anyway, I watched this doppelganger pretend to be my mother from a, a distance over the next several days. She seemed to behave like my mother for the most part, but there were just these little things that were out of the ordinary, and it was creepy. She did things that my real mom would never do. This other mom changed her eating patterns. She ate different foods that I had never seen her eat. There were personal behaviors and tendencies that I grew up seeing every day that were now missing. We had a dog at the time named Amber, and this was really my mom's dog. They were close until well, this doppelganger showed up at our house. Now, dogs are very perceptive, and Amber was incredibly perceptive. So when this person or this doppelganger of my mom put down the food in front of Amber, the dog got nervous stood at a distance until you know, my mom went back into the house. So at this point, I knew this was not my mom. And it went from creepy to downright frightening a few days later. I was outside playing, and I looked up to see her standing in the window. And she motioned for me to meet her at the back door. But when I did, she handed me a bag of garbage and told me to take it to the garbage can. And then she said in a matter-of-fact voice... I'm going to kill you some night when you're sleeping. Just like that. Just no inflection to her voice. It was just matter of fact, I'm going to kill you one night when you're sleeping. She turned and walked back in the house. Now, I am serious. She said it just like she was talking about the weather. My real mom obviously would have never said anything remotely close to that. So I was more than a little freaked out at this point. But who was I going to tell? Again, my dad's away on business. This is before cell phones. I didn't know where he was. I couldn't call him. So, yeah, there weren't any neighborhood kids to tell. Um, you know, there was a phone in the house, but who am I going to call? The, the police? Anyway, at this point, I decided to sleep in our barn. We had a little flat-top area in the back, and I also did not eat another meal prepared by this person. I'd sneak in the house at night. I'd grab some packaged food, scrounge apples from the roadside fruit trees. Believe it or not, th this situation went on for the rest of the summer until one morning, my real mom was back. It was obvious to me that it was her. Her mannerisms were back, and I hugged her so tightly, it surprised her. I even asked her, where have you been? She laughed and said, in the house where I always am, silly boy. I tried to talk to her about this a few months later. I fished around a bit, asking her different things, but 
she had no knowledge of anything that I was talking about. I don't know what happened that summer, and I will never forget it. Many years later, I heard other people tell similar stories about these doppelgangers and about how they were alien replacements in order to observe us. And then the real people were returned, you know, weeks, months later. It sounds crazy, but it's as good an explanation as any I've heard. And there may also be a connection with something else that happened near my house about two years before this incident. I talked earlier about seeing lights in the sky that were UFOs. Well, in 1966, there were some horrible animal mutilations in the woods near our house. One of our dogs was killed by what looked like being squeezed in the middle and having its insides pushed out both ends. That gruesome, I know. One of our far-off neighbors had a yearling white-faced bull that had been mutilated. He found the head and shoulders of it, but he never found the lower half. We moved away from this farm in 1970, but I've always wondered what happened while we lived on that seemingly peaceful farm in Oregon. I am normally a huge skeptic and always believe there may be some reasonable explanation for everything that happens, yet despite that, I have had more bizarre experiences in my life than I you know, would like to talk about. Despite them all, this experience to me is one of the most chilling and one that I still do not have an answer for to this day. I would love somebody to give me some kind of understanding at some point in my life, but here we go. Growing up, I loved the movie Toy Story, and you know, I've seen it more times than I can count. My mother called me Woody after the main character in the movie, and it was also you know, one of my first words. She would joke around and pretend to be a monster and come around and give me a big hug. Back in 2007, I was nine, and you know, I had a normal childhood, fear of ghosts and aliens and all that. You know, except for the ones in the claw machine at the pizza planet, of course. This one particular day, I had been at my friend's house, and we talked about aliens and other weird stuff because we were interested in the strange and the unknown. He always talked about weird, shadowy figures, but you know, I mainly just ignored him. I remember talking to my mom after I got home that day about these shadowy figures, and she told me that it was all nonsense. And then she said to get in the car because she needed to go to the grocery store. In typical mom fashion, she told me if I was good, she would take me to Burger King afterwards. Yeah, it may seem a little silly, but that was a big motivator for me. When we were in the grocery store, she accidentally hit my foot with the cart. I screamed and cussed at her because it hurt. Well, that didn't go over very well. And she said because of that, I was not going to get Burger King. Yeah, I, I remember getting mad at her because I thought that was completely unfair. When I got home, she told me that if I had just calmed down and not overreacted, that we could have still gone to Burger King, but my refusal to calm down ended any chance at a special reward. I didn't want to talk to her for the rest of the night, so I went to my room to be alone. I didn't want to see anyone. I didn't turn the lights on, but I left the door open, which allowed some light to filter in. I laid down on my bed, just thinking about things. And that's when it happened. Out of nowhere, it appeared. 
from the side of my bed, what seemed to be my mother appeared. And she was doing the, a Toy Story monster voice as a joke. But she looked distinctly different. I couldn't see too well because it was still dark in my room, but I remember seeing this different monster-like version of my mother. She had a much paler complexion, her hair was more gray, and the weirdest thing of all was her eyes. They had no pupils. She said, come here, Woody. And I remember getting out of my bed and taking a few steps back and then bolting out of my room and running for my life to the living room. This was not the funny way that my mother had of, you know, sneaking up on me and, and scaring me. And then I saw my mother in the kitchen, cleaning, looking completely normal. She looked at me and she had pupils again. Her voice was fine. Her skin tone was its normal color again. And now I was super mad at her and I screamed, why did you scare me like that? She turned around serious and she asked me, what are you talking about? I told her about you know, scaring me with some type of weird, pale makeup and a creepy voice. She didn't know what I was talking about. She said she had been right there in the kitchen for the last half hour cleaning up. She had not been upstairs pulling any pranks. I asked her, a thousand times, a million times if it was her that scared me. And she answered a million times back, no. And I then realized that it could not possibly have been her. She couldn't have been at the side of my bed and then beaten me back to the kitchen and removed all the creepy makeup and acted like nothing had happened. No way she could possibly move that fast. I turned on the light in the hallway and then the light in my room. I looked around and nothing was there. Where could that, whatever it was, have gone? Did I imagine it? Oh man, my heart was pounding in my chest and I knew I didn't jump up from my bed and sprint out of my room for nothing. I heard it. And I remember getting a clear enough look at it as I was taking a few steps before sprinting out of the room at fast speed, let me ask you something. If you saw an apparition of your mom pop up beside your bed, would you just forget about it that easily? Sure, we've all been in a dark room. You hear something or you see something in a dark corner, but this creature was within a few feet of me when I encountered it. I went back to the kitchen and just sat there silently with my real mom. Even though I was scared, I still did not want to talk to her. Yeah, I, I was that stubborn, but eventually I did apologize for how I behaved. I sat there for the longest time until I got tired, and I remember my mother putting me to bed that night. I asked her one last time if it was her who had scared me earlier, but she insisted once again that it was not. I haven't seen whatever it was, ever again. But I still wonder what it was all about. I've had dreams about that entity, though. Even in my dreams, it's terrifying to relive. There was a time in 2017 I was having a dream about that night 10 years before, 
and it was like I was reliving that experience all over again. I woke up, went downstairs, and and there was my mom again. My real mom, that is. She had been out with friends and had just come in to say goodnight. She said that I began to shake violently and started to sweat out a, a waterfall. She had been concerned. She asked me if everything was all right, and I told her that, yeah, I, I'm fine. But I wondered. There had been no recent conflict with my mother, so why was I having this nightmare? Fortunately, I haven't had that dream since, and I haven't physically seen it since that weird day in 2007. I still kick around the idea if that night more than a decade ago now was all in my head. But then I tell myself, no way, something that frightening, something that I could clearly hear and see was just me being paranoid. She's healthy and well, and I hope that I can continue that strong bond, love, and friendship with my mother without that, you know, what, ever appearing again. Like a specter in the night, the motives of these two doppelganger moms remain shrouded in darkness, leaving behind a trail of unanswered questions. The enigma of the impersonation, it's a puzzle with the pieces scattered to the winds, serving as a haunting reminder of the complexities that dwell just on the other side of the perception veil. This has been a Thrive Suite production, copyright 2024, all rights reserved.